Ray. Yeah. Do you have a Zoom recorder <laughs> tutorial guy on YouTube confidence? <laughs> I do not. I hate this guy more than... I'm so fired up about this. We, we're new to this. We're new to the behind-the-scenes podcast life. And we were trying to make sure that this wasn't recording in stereo. So we went to YouTube and this guy, do- he does a good job of explaining what we needed to do, but he does it to the Donnie Darko soundtrack. <laughs> can you, can you, can we hear this? Then go all the yeah, way you'll definitely be able to hear it. Link and turn it on. Why? Then scroll down. Why does he sound like he's going to give you a rub and tug after? (laughs) I mean, what a choice. What a choice of tone that he took. (laughs) I believe this is ASMR. You know ASMR where it's supposed to be like these videos that I think they're supposed to calm people down. It's like this soft spoken. It's having the reverse fucking effect on me, dude. Because I hate his voice. He was very helpful to us. Very helpful. He was very helpful. And he was also very succinct. How many times do you... Go to a YouTube video tutorial, and they're like, "Hey, yeah, we'll get to the tutorial, but first, here's my paintings." Like they'll just, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. they're just like forty five minutes of nonsense, and then what you want is at the end of the video. In fairness, it's a two minute video. That's too long for what he told us how to do. Well, he has to get all of his demons out first. Oh, my God. Uh, Clearly, he's whispering so sensually to me to a Tears for Fears instrumental. (laughs) My God. All around me are familiar faces, worn out places, worn out places. able to record in two-channel mono. There's no way this guy is not a monster in his regular life, right? Like, this is... What do you mean? What do you think he does for a living? Uh, beats his kids <laughs> for his job. No, he, he might be an audio guy. No, he definitely, he definitely makes taxidermy so, <laughs> at his house. Yeah, He's but stuffing of animals. Humans. <laughs> <laughs> the most dangerous game. <laughs> he hunts humans on his property and then makes these videos on his spare time. Would you like to meet my Aunt Edna? <laughs> uh, sure, dude. Where is she? Hold on, let me get her from my closet. He, he, he has her on a skateboard. He just takes her <laughs> he just skateboard. Her he in. just rolls her out. He's got her on a hand truck. Oh. <laughs> he just hand trucks her out. This is, he's the Norman Bates of audio video. Yes. Yeah. That is very Norman Bates-esque. He, he, you know, he, there's no way he doesn't wear women's underwear or have some sort of proclivity of some sort where it's got to be something. Because I, th- his tone in this video makes no sense for what the video is. Well, we didn't watch till the end. I got a feeling the end of this is him going, hey, if you if you liked everything that I said, please subscribe. Send me pictures of your feet. Make sure to leave me a rating. You're like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, send me pictures of your feet. Mail me women's shoes. Uh, I got a P.O. box. He just sneaks in it. He's like, hey, so if you like this video, subscribe for more. I've been a very bad boy. Uh, hit the link down below. Uh, mommy doesn't love me anymore. Um, check out our TikTok page. Uh, I'm not worth shit. I, uh, <laughs> I've been a bad, bad boy. Please subscribe. Leave a rating and a review. Uh, if you would like to be the bull in me and my wife's cuckold situation, my number is 338 <laughs> Dude, I absolutely. But here's the thing, we we're not we're still not with it enough, and we've been taping these a couple times a week, so we have to listen to him multiple times. We, this is our like third time. Listening we're to very him. acquainted with together. This guy. I, yeah. I feel like you probably listen to him a lot. <laughs> I listen, yourself. I go to sleep to him. <laughs> I go to sleep and I put underwear on my head and I. <laughs> that was by far the listening to him was the second worst part of my day. What was the first worst part of your day? When you told me that I was fatter than Timothy Oliphant. <laughs> I didn't. You can't. Pretty say, unprovoked. I didn't say you were fatter than Timothy Oliphant. I said he's not fat. And then I said, "Do you think he's fatter than me?" And you laughed and said, "No, <laughs> definitely not fatter than you." Well, because first off, I don't know why you thought he was fat. He's like a tall, skinny dude. I didn't think he was fat. I was fishing for a compliment. I oh. want somebody to make me feel good today. You were just trying to set me up. Yeah. I didn't think I didn't think you were gonna. We've already been through this. We can't go through it again. Like you're you're a big guy, but you're a good kind of big guy. No oh, thanks. Where it's like one of those things where it's like, hey man, 
I, I'm still a chubby dude. I'm 5'8". We have it way worse. I'm bald and fat. Like, you have hair. You're a big guy. You're a good-looking dude. Like, Thank you. Let's, I don't, I'm not going to compliment you the whole podcast. I'm smart, too. Well, let's not go crazy. But, <laughs> but you know, you, you, you have your attributes, and you... <laughs> <laughs> People listening can't see your face that you, that you made. The, you have your attributes. No, I actually do think you're a smart guy. But here's the thing. I have it... When I was heavier, I had it way worse than you did. You do now. Like you're a bit. You're like maybe you're maybe not. You're not a skinny dude, but you're not. You're not a when you're when you're six. What are you six? What six three? Yeah, dude. And you you can get away with being heavier and being six three. When you're five eight and you're two hundred seventy pounds, which I was. Like, don't get me wrong. People are nice about it, but they say you know what's crazy that I, I haven't talked about this yet. I. I lost some weight, right? I'm still not a skinny guy. I, I'm, a ch- I'm like a chubby guy. Yeah, you're guy. definitely not a skinny guy. Right, thanks. I give you like about 15 compliments, but thanks. Appreciate it. And uh, I, I realized, but I'm, I'm skinny enough that people will say fat people things around. Like I was, a couple of comics were like talking about the fat people that came to this certain club in the town I was in. Yeah. And they, they were talking to me like I wasn't a fat guy. And I'm not used to that because I used to be fatter and short and bald. So I think people were like, mm, how the not- other half live? How the other half lives, dude? Just talking shit on fat people. It's like rich people talking about poor people, probably Did- behind closed doors. Absolutely, so funny, dude. I have another question for you. Yeah, make it um, quick though. I don't. I really don't have all day. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you have? I'll tell you if your breath stinks. Confidence. I no. just recently, I just with, with with Megan, my girlfriend, we talked about it, and she was like, "Would you tell me if my breath stinks?" And I'm like, "I would." I I I think it's a good amount of comfortability with a person. I I'm on. I think a lot of people would want people to tell them if their breath. You stinks. have the confidence to tell somebody their breath stinks. Uh, well, in what realm? Because that's what I'm asking. Like, I guess one of the question was. I'm implying stranger, but I don't mean stranger. If me and you were having a conversation... I would tell you. Would you really? Would you want me to? Wouldn't yeah, you want me to? I would. I would 100% want you to tell me. <laughs> but but how do you broach the topic? You go, dude, you got to get gum or something. <laughs> 100% I'd want you to tell me. I would have... I would. I think of that as... Or BO type scenario. Yes, that's... What if my body stunk? Would you be like, dude... I'd be like... I think we're friends enough now. I, yeah, I think I would tell you, because I, I think I think you're doing somebody a favor by telling them. It's not there is no malice in telling somebody they because everybody stinks, and it's also a fear everybody has being the stinky kid, being the stinky guy at the job, being the stinky guy at school, being the stinky guy in the, in the friends that always stinks. You don't want that to happen. I I had a a, a thing where the last like full time going to work nine to five every day job that I worked where there was a stinky guy at work. I got it smelled bad and it was it was a funk, dude. It like burned your nostrils a little bit. And I would never say anything. I never would. And my boss, she that's, said that's something a hard to him. scenario because it's work. That's tough for a boss. Yeah. That, it's really tough for a boss because they can call you out for dis- discrimination? Is there smell discrimination? Well, I had a meeting with her and the meeting was really about my tardiness. Uh, I used to go late to that job every single day, and not like fifteen minutes late. Like and they let you stay. Like they they loved me, and I loved her. I felt bad that she had this. Is this is how my people pleaser mentality is? I would go into those meetings and really yell at myself the whole time. She wouldn't have to do any of the talking. <laughs> I'd be like, I'm sorry, I got a lot of other stuff going on. I'm an idiot. I'm an idiot. It's not your fault. I feel bad. You got to waste your time and have this meeting with me. It's nuts, you know. I love that. That should be a sketch that we do for the show. Yeah. It's just you going in and you're gonna you're gonna get fired, but you fire yourself. <laughs> I was I was like, I don't deserve to work here. I'm I'm not, I'm not living up to the standard of excellence that they have here at Blue Cross Blue Shield. <laughs> you don't need this from me. I love that as an idea because I know the feeling where you're like, you're right. Like without them even saying a word, they can't even get a word out, and you're like, you're right. I'm 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 not living up to the standards of this job. I and then going down the list. That was my only that was the only thing that kept me even going in or going to work on time is because I sort of wanted to get fired, but I didn't want her to be mad at me. Yeah, I know. Because I liked her. She was nice, she was cool. Yeah. But in that meeting, at the end of it, I go, Hey, how did you bring up the topic of that dude stinking? 
I'm curious. I, was, I wouldn't be able to do that. I would quit my job before I had to tell Wait, somebody they stunk. when she was firing you? Or oh, this? I wasn't getting fired. Oh. It was getting like a third or fourth or fifth warning. It was one of those type of companies where you know, nobody wants to get bitched at over somebody's health insurance premium. So if they got somebody in the role, they're going to try to keep them Keep them there, yeah. But she goes, yeah, I just told him to come back to my office. And the first thing I said was, dude, you smell. I was like... Damn, that's cold blooded. But that's also, I have so much respect for that. Me too. I have so much. Because here's the thing there, it's not like you're on the playground and you're eight years old and you're like, stinky, stinky. Like you're not, <laughs> it's not like a, it's not like a. You got the Steve touch because <laughs> you stink now too. But yeah, right, exactly. Or like the, or the, or the, the, the. the the valet from uh, Seinfeld. Or the, <laughs> this is more than BO, it's BBO. Um, <laughs> I respect the idea of going, I actually am concerned about your well-being, and I don't want you to walk around and have people saying shit about you. And also, it's a bit of a selfish thing. It's like, I don't want to smell you either. Well, I don't want to smell does. bad breath. I don't want to smell somebody's body. So if somebody was like, dude, you stink, you got to go hop in the shower and then come back or whatever. The reason I didn't totally feel bad for him um, one, because he smelled awful. It's really hard to have sympathy for somebody that smells that Sometimes gross. it's a medical thing, and that's brutal. But then... She could find that out by saying, you stink, and he's like, I'm sorry, I have a condition. And then you can't do anything about it. Well, I think it's different when you, like, if a kid stinks at school, there's obviously a problem with his family right. or something That's sad like yes. that, poverty. But this dude makes the same amount of money that I do, and I smell serviceable. <laughs> I have a serviceable <laughs> smell, I think. I, I smell fine. Some base level uh, old how, spice. If you, if you were the boss at a company, how would you tell me that I smell if I smelled? Let's do a little role play. Okay, you want to do it? I'll be, I'll be the, I'll be the guy. And you'll hold be on, the employee. Hold on, <clears throat> hold on. Hmm. Ray, wait, I'm getting ready to. Act. Oh, I thought you want me. Jesus to like... Christ, can I get a second to get in my mode? I'm not, I'm not like you where I don't take things seriously, Sean. I have to prep and I have to act. I'm an you actor. Any method for this two second? Yeah. Po- I, <laughs> podcast sketch. Uh, Mr. Donnelly, you you wanted to see me? Ray, yes. Sit down, please. Uh, okay. Have a seat. Ray, why aren't you sitting? I'm oh, in a wheelchair. <laughs> I'm already sitting. I don't think that's funny. Well, I'm sorry. I didn't. Re- I thought you just. Oh. I didn't realize. Uh, I, something has come to my attention that I think we need to speak about. I'm going to do this straight up. I'm timing out. Time out. I'm okay, going to do wait. this straight up. I'm not going to try to be funny. I'm really going to do it. Straight okay, up. and I'm not going to try to be funny either. Okay. Okay. Uh, all right. Back into the sketch. Okay. Right, wait. Let's, let's start over. Let's start over. Okay. <clears throat> Mr. Don. Wait. Mr. Donnelly, you wanted to see me. <laughs> why did you? Why did you become so, like more southern? I, I okay. I'll start over. All right. <clears throat> Just be Ray, Mr. Donnelly. You wanted to see me, Ray. Yes, please have a seat. Okay. Uh, okay. All Ooh, right. This is a comfy chair. Yes, it's Italian leather. They're very nice. You mind okay. if I smoke in here? No, no. Please oh, don't. Okay. Sorry. Please don't smoke. It's a no smoking. Sorry. I'm, fuck, I'm so drunk. I usually like to. Ray. Well, well, that's another issue. <laughs> You shouldn't have come to... All right, start over. I keep fucking up. All right, let's be Okay, this serious. is the last time. All right, this here we is go. for sure. <clears throat> oh, Mr. Donnelly, you wanted to see me? Yes, Ray, please have a seat. Okay, I'm sitting. Okay. Uh, something has come to my attention that I think we need to speak about. Um, I think that there is a specific, uh, maybe a, either in hygiene issue or some sort of odor that you're not able to control or you're not aware of that is affecting the workspace and I think we need to remedy it with you going forward at this company because I've gotten some complaints from your coworkers and I've noticed it myself and I'm just curious do you is there a medical condition involved of why you would have a certain odor are you are you trying to tell me I stink I wouldn't put in those words I'd like to be more professional about this but uh yes there's an there, there is, there is. I think I maybe I either a medical. Well, you, well, I wouldn't put say you stink. I think that it. I think it's we can fix this, Ray. I think I mean, that we I can shower fix it. every day. I'm gonna kill myself. No, don't. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna kill myself. No, no. Because you said I stink. No, 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 no. It's, you don't have to kill yourself. But that would take care of the problem. But you don't have to kill yourself. <laughs> I think I might stink even worse. <laughs> well, you stink even worse. But I wouldn't depending have to on deal how long that. they leave me in my apartment. <laughs> if nobody, finds I think that was pretty professional up until you said you were going to well. kill yourself. I think you did well. I don't know what the wording would be, but I'm sure there's a binder somewhere in human resources for these companies how to deal with that issue. Chapter five. <laughs> Chapter five. Bo the stinky guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean that—that's a tough sitch. 
it's a tough situation. And obviously, I think, I think the, actually, the way I did it, I was trying to imagine what a boss would do. But the way that your actual boss did it, like, hey, dude, you stink. Like, I almost think that's, that's so direct and so, like, like regular and just down to earth that it, it, maybe that would be better. Where it's like, what the? Because then he, he, she's spelling it out way faster, way quicker, way more direct to go. He's like, oh, you're putting it in terms, instead of just being like roundabout, like beating around the bush. You did it a little bit. You went roundabout a little bit. I totally bit. did. Because yeah. I thought that's how, you, I, you said how would you think it should be handled. That's how I think these corporations would handle it. But if you had somebody just be regular, I think people would appreciate that more. I think it would be funny if, if he went in there and she was like, bro, you need to wash your ass. <laughs> 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 Clean your butt. You stink. Dude. I think that everybody. I think the reason that would never be said is because people are so scared of like getting sued. So her saying you stink, he could be like you are singling me out. You are. I don't even know what the charge well, would be. But. Well, goofing aside, I mean that is how when when I said I'm gonna kill myself, that is the the thing that comes to my brain any situation with a difficult conversation is I automatically go. Worst case scenario, what is going to happen? How is a person going to react to what I'm saying to them? You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe not kill my. Nobody's going to kill themselves because they stink. Well, and that's also from the office when he says to him, "How would you fire me?" And then he goes to fire him, and he goes, "Ah!" <laughs> he just freaks out. He goes, "I'm going to kill myself." Yeah. He just loses his mind like immediately. That's the worst case scenario. Just somebody just unraveling in but, the office, like or for, I think for a lot, for a lot of people. Somebody crying would be would do it. That would be worse than the kill myself. How do you handle somebody crying in front of you? That's uh, brutal. That's what I should have did in our exercise. Just started crying. Our role play exercise. Could you cry on cue for your acting if you Probably. prepare well I'm enough? I'm a really good actor. <laughs> I actually don't think I am. You're not. You're not a bad actor. When you you helped me with uh, uh, running lines, and you you thought you were trying out for like Shakespeare, like you for were full tape? For my self tape, yeah, you helped me like tape an audition once, and you were like, "And <laughs> well, Sean, I will say this: you said you told me, um, you tried to embarrass me, which I thought was funny. That is not is true. You were like, "Hey, I don't think for what you're doing, you really need to act because it really that either, that probably came from your own level of insecurity of how well I was doing." <laughs> And you're like, oh, this guy's gonna show no, me up. No, because I've done these self tapes, and when people read them, they have inflection, but they don't, they don't, they don't like uh, act it out. They kind of, it's, it's fairly straightforward. That's where I was coming from. I was coming from a place where I do nothing less than 110. <laughs> percent So, if if you need help with a self tape, you are gonna, you are gonna get an actor. You are the LeBron of self tapes. I'm LeBron of you're the, I'm the Daniel Day Jordan. Lewis of self tapes. <laughs> <laughs> Very method. <laughs> I love that as a sketch too. The guy who like researches six months <laughs> on a farm in Ohio or uh, in the middle of the country just so he can do a self tape with his friend, <laughs> or just to be an extra. <laughs> yeah, just to be background. That's got it. That had to have been done before. Yeah. Somebody, the 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 overly serious background extra. He's like, well, I spent six months on a on a fishing boat in Alaska <laughs> just to be in the background of this seafood commercial. <laughs> In the Long John Silver's commercial, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's no lines. He's just mm. smiling and eating some fish. What did you make? Two hundred dollars for that commercial? <laughs> no, one hundred and fifty. But I spent twelve grand <laughs> on a boat <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> fishing salmon. Mm. Oh my god! That was my character. Mm. My character. He would have done that. He's devoted. My character would have bought a boat and went into went into debt by ten grand. <laughs> oh. What do, what do you think you would be doing for a living if you weren't a comedian? I think, uh, well, what I did right before it, well, right before it, I was doing like office, like facility stuff, which is like, um, which is kind of a dead business these days because nobody went back to their offices yet because of COVID. Uh, where it's like, it's like what for somebody who's looks blue collar but has no mechanical skills whatsoever, facilities is great because all you do is you call the guy who can come and do the, the, the actual real manual labor. But but you also have the look though. But you have the look and also like it's I actually kind of enjoyed it. It, it was it could be fun because you're like uh, you're calling these guys. You're just meeting up with them, making sure it's done, and then you're yeah. like, it's like it's easy. You get you get up to the room in the office, and they're like, oh, so you're gonna fix my blinds? <laughs> Not me. No, no, no. Dave, yeah. <laughs> we're gonna need you up on floor six. That's exactly what it was. Oh, that's awesome. So I'd probably, 
you can you can actually make a decent amount of money doing that. Like if I didn't do this and I was and I was kind of thriving in the corporate structure, which I wasn't because I'm an idiot. Uh, I would have maybe rose the ranks there, and then you can you can make decent money. That then it becomes like kind of a you're basically just like setting up construction projects, and that's a level of organization I do not have with my ADD. But, <laughs> my but ADD that's a good brain. job. That's a very uh... it's a good job. And and here's the thing though, I got the last day job I had, I got fired. The lady hated me, but it wasn't my like it was like a micromanaged situation. I was getting stuff done. They were kind of like. They kind of bullshit. This is how I know it was bullshit the last job I had that I got fired from uh, because I didn't get terminated. I got laid off. I got unemployment. And that is why I was able to like do comedy full time and then I got a couple of comedy things and that's what got me into comedy. Not got into comedy. I was already doing it. But that's what got me full time into comedy is that they floated me with the unemployment for a <laughs> couple months and I was that's able such to... such a white trash I, line. They floated me a couple <laughs> bucks. I was able to focus on my jokes. But that's kind of what happened. And so I kind of owe the firing on, on why I was able to start comedy full-time. Because before that, I was doing it. I wasn't doing road weekends because I lived in New York. I needed the day job money. So I wasn't doing, like, I was featuring for people or maybe, I wasn't even headlining. I was, like, opening for friends that were, like, local gigs. Uh, me and my buddy did, like, a headlining weekend at Wiley's, we, a joint headliner thing. Yeah. Uh, Kevin McCaffrey and me. Uh, years ago, that was the first, like, head, quote-unquote headlining weekend I did. Um, so I wasn't really like full hundred percent into it, but then by circumstance, getting fired from that job, ha- being available for a couple of things, stumbled me into doing it full time. And then I just stayed doing it full time. Well, the, o- the only reason I was able to stay in New York was getting lucky with all the Trump bucks from COVID. Trump yeah. That's huge. That money. Yeah. Yeah. You mean like the unemployment stuff? Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. And Biden yeah. gave us some too. Biden gave us some too, yeah. yeah we tr- we are not a political party. Trump bucks, I just think having like Trump's face all over. It. Yeah, I just yeah. think it's. Uh, I think it Trump bucks sounds cooler than Biden bucks, just as a word. Even though Biden bucks, well, the alliteration, the alliteration is better. That's but good too. but Trump bucks, for some reason, you can picture that in your head better than you can picture Biden bucks. Well, because that is his dream. Oh, yes. To be on a dollar bill. Yes, yeah, hundred percent. A dollar bill. It's a hundred dollar bill for that guy. Yeah, true. Jesus. But no. But I think. Uh, yeah, dude. And then. I was maybe if I would have I had the do- I got fired from the doorman job. That's I do I do a bit about it for the past ten years that I that I um I I was at a doorman a doorman job that I got fired from. You'd be such a good doorman. You'd be. A I good was. Board. They like well. You know what happened? with the real story is I got fired because because I the guy. It's a whole long thing. It's not even that great of a story. But I basically annoyed the guy who was like the boss's boss, and then he told the boss to fire me. And then the tenants liked me so much, they wrote a letter to the board. Because my friends that worked there, they kept telling the tenants I got fired. So they wrote a letter to the board, and the board got me my job back. And the guys that fired me waited like three months till it quieted down, pulled me in, and were like, hey, it's not working out. I was like... Is this because wow. you're, embar- you're embarrassed? And they like kind of just like smirked and like whatever. Yeah. That's like how they kept uh, getting Friday night lights to get renewed. Is a lot of a lot of fan love. <laughs> is that you what were the Friday night lights of doormen? Or I was the Family Guy DVDs of doormen. Remember, oh. like, remember they fired Family. They 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 fired Family Guy. They did. They did. They canceled Family Guy, and the DVD sales was why they brought it back. So. The letter that the board that the tenants wrote to the board was my DVD sale. That's pretty cool though. Uh, it was really cool, really, really. You're cool. like the people's champ at that building. Yeah, I was great white hope of that building. I love that. <laughs> You'd be a good bartender. I would, you, I would, I would. I probably if you weren't such a lush. Well, I, maybe that would have, actually. You know how many bartenders get like stop drinking once they get into bartending because they just go so hardcore. And you're just seeing, you're seeing all the bottom you're of the barrel. Yeah, hundred percent. Seeing a bunch of people's rock bottoms on a daily basis. Why? What would you do if you weren't doing comedy? I don't I, like if you aren't pursuing a career in comedy. I think I might be a, like a therapist. To be honest, dude, I I'm not. I wanted. I, I almost went to school for psychology. Uh, you do, yeah, I don't think I'd be a bad therapist. I think I'd be pretty I don't, solid. I think at you'd it. be good at it too. Yeah. Or like a. Uh, th- this is gonna sound like I'm making a joke. I think I would be a good like drug and alcohol counselor too. I think you would be. I mean, too. I like drugs and alcohol. Because I think you. I think you're. Relatable enough, and you're, and but you're also like you're like you're relatable, but you're also like um, I'm not judgmental, empathetic. 
What? I'm not judgmental. You're not judgmental at all. Yeah, that, that's. I, I think that's what you need. That would probably be. I. That would probably be better. Like I was thinking, social worker for me as well, because I'm like, oh, that's the level of what I would do. Like I don't think I come off like an academic. So whenever you go to a therapist, you don't want them to have. You don't want it to be like a folksy yeah. therapist. Like you don't want to be like, <laughs> like you don't want your therapist to go, that yeah. shit's crazy. Like that you don't want somebody yeah. like Bro, that's bro. wild. <laughs> your dad did that to you? Your dad did that. <laughs> I don't envy you, brother. You know what your therapist going, that's fucked up. <laughs> like that's really uh, that's, like I think I would slip like don't get me wrong, I wouldn't say that's fucked up, but I think I'd be like, I think I would probably slip and my Affableness, if I can say I'm affable. I think I'm an affable man. My aff- if I have one attribute, it's being affable, I think. You yeah. Know? On stage and off, hopefully. Whatever, whatever affable means. It means like uh like uh, relatable or like fr- like jovial or friendly or you know. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, uh I think it would slip. Th- I also think that because using the word affable doesn't make you very relatable, because I didn't even know what it means. <laughs> well, with, with you maybe, but you know. <laughs> um no, but I think that you need the separation of... That's one of the things. I go to a therapist, and one of the great things about it is there is a separation of, like, the therapy with... Like, I've been going for seven years, and I know very little about You think if you were a life. therapist, you would have a tough time taking the human element out of it? Yeah, I would just think I'm really good friends with the person, <laughs> which I think <laughs> happens to a lot of therapists. I think they, they, go, they go over... They overdo it and they become too involved. That's what I love about my therapist that she doesn't. I love the idea of that like super down to earth, way too chill therapist that when you say something doesn't even try to give you any analysis, just goes, "Woo, that's a rough one." <laughs> hey, 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 I ain't touching that, brother. Yeah, I like, ain't even touching that. You have to, they're thinking of the conversation with the analytical brain. All the experience is supposed to come in. Like, they're supposed to be identifying all the different things they learned in school while you're talking. Yeah. I would just think it's a conversation. Yeah. <laughs> I'd be like, well, that's fucked up. Want to get some wings? What do you want to do? <laughs> when I was 15, my uncle touched my penis. <laughs> Ew, gross. <laughs> <laughs> that's disgusting. Hey, can, can, I, can oh, I give you a little bit of advice? I guess that's what I'm here for. Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, right? like you can't. Yeah, you can't make faith. Even that. Like you can't make faces. Like you can't even like you can't, you can't suck your saliva back into your teeth. You go, Jeez, how do you deal with that one? Like you can't. No. So you have to. I think there's like a level of training. Like it's like, like they say with uh, like doctors with bedside manner. Like there's a bedside manner of therapy. And I have like Zoom therapy. I don't even have like in. Per- I haven't had in person therapy in a long time. Because See, I don't think I would be able to. I'd be more likely to lie over a Zoom. I've omitted stuff. I haven't lied. The more honest I get in therapy, the more I feel I feel better. Really? Yeah. Yeah, I, I need that. I keep... Because, I mean, I think therapy, I, I don't know if you can attest to this because you're you're in it and I'm not, but does it... Because I probably don't need it because I'm perfect, but... Well, that, okay, that's just told me right now. You need tons of therapy. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is, is does it help with the, the problem that we both have? Yes. That got us to yes. this podcast. Because I, I... This is why I think I'd be a good... If I went to school for it, I'm not like I'm not doing the thing that people become vaccine doctors because they read three articles in the vaccine. Or like the person's like, I'd be a good lawyer. I like to argue. <laughs> I like watching Law and Order. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, like if I went to school for it, I think I'd have a brain that would be good for therapy because I think during the sessions, I do like I'm kind of left up to like figure it out myself. So I will analyze it. My own way, and then she'll give her the actual real analyzation yeah. going on. So, yeah, I it does help with that because I know I'm, I, I, even with doing this, I've identified the things I want to work on. Like, so when I'm talking about in therapy, I'm, I'm talking about like brass tacks. Like, I'm talking about like down to like the molecular level of that. I'm not just saying like, what the fuck? This guy gave me a look. What's his fucking problem? Yeah. Like, you know, like surface level, like, fuck that dude. Like, that's the thing where you're not dealing with, like, what's going on beneath it. Why are you feeling that way? Why do you think? You don't know, actually, what was in his brain. You know, whatever it is. So, get it. Also, I've been doing it a long time. Sure. So, I think, yeah, early on, I probably had more of an aspect of that where I was very surface level and not dealing with shit. So, like, now when I'm, now when I talk to the therapist or walking around, I'm like, oh, no, let me remember what I talked to like you know what i'm saying like i i i'm dude i used to be have way more of a shorter temper i was way angrier than i am now like i had a lot i've changed a lot in seven years like put it that way because i did a lot in, in since i was my 20s because of 
therapy. I think therapy and age, and then going through the uh, my marriage, and that that was it wasn't traumatic or anything. It was just I learned a lot about myself from that and and choices I've made. Well, be, because we had a thing that I, I I'm just so curious what that's why we got to get a therapist on here or somebody that works we, in yeah, psychology. Yeah, we should. Yeah, and, and and we could just talk to them about that trait in a person because we had a people pleaser off the other day. We definitely did because. Uh, you can called you, me. Can you grab the text? You have your phone. Yeah, right? I got yeah, the yeah. I got the text right here. So you so to it was, to give the background. It was like when me. two stars collide. What would they call it? Like a supernova when they two stars join as one. No, just <laughs> just when two pussies that really want to be liked have a conversation. That's what it was. Is you called me to tell me about this gig that we're gonna do in March. March third. March third, yeah. And March third in uh, you'll it'll this will come out before it. So March third in Saratoga. Check uh, either one of our Instagrams for the info. It's uh, I forget the name of the place. It's called like Gatsby's or something. I, I'm, I'm gonna post it on my Instagram at Shawnee Time on Instagram. To at see Shawnee Time on Instagram. Saratoga area, and then two weeks later for St. Patrick's Day weekend, I'll be at um, uh, Comedy Works in Saratoga. But go ahead, sorry. So uh, you gave me a call to tell me that we're going to do that show on the 3rd. It got rescheduled. And I couldn't be on the phone because I was in a coffee shop and my phone's about to die. And I'm just getting a coffee. And I'm like, hey, man, I was like, let me give you a call back. And then, like, my phone dies. I get my phone charged again. And I was like, ah, fuck. I, I was kind of like a dick and, like, being short. And I was thinking in your head, you're like, <laughs> I just give this motherfucker a gig. And then he's going to, you know, rush off the phone with me. So I shot you a text that said, uh, oh, what did I say? I, I said something. Uh, you, yeah, you shot me a text that was like, um, like, hey, my bad. Or, 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 yeah, something like, sorry about that, dude. Something, something you said sorry about that or something. I think you said sorry. And I was like, what is he saying sorry for? Yeah. If I, it's not popping over, that's all right. You said, sorry about that, man. Oh, I, my fault, man. My phone was dying at the coffee shop when I talked to you. And you said, dude, haha, you didn't do anything. This is perfect for the podcast. <laughs> and I said, dude, it's an illness. And you said, I'm right there with you. I had the, <laughs> I had the same I had thought, the opposite but from thought. the other side, I thought I was imposing. I Because you were with our friend Colin, right? Yes. You were with, and I thought... You were, th- I was like, oh shit, like I'm talking to him longer, like he's with somebody, and I'm like, I'm talking his ear off, and then he he was like getting me off the phone because he's like, didn't want to be rude to who he's with, so I was like, oh shit, okay, let me, like, yeah, of course, I'll talk to you later, like that kind of thing. That is crazy. It's crazy. Because what is the worst case scenario? Like, what would be the it worst possible thing? It was a, a yin yang of mental illness. Oh my God. <laughs> what would be the worst case scenario? What do you mean? I, I mean... Even if what I thought being the worst case scenario of you thinking, oh, wow, I, I offer this guy a gig and then he just rushes me off the phone. That's kind of rude. Even if that was the even if that really was your thought, like you, you'd get oh, I don't think you'd hold that against me. <laughs> you know, I think Not you'd even, be better than that. I think I I think this. Yeah, I would I would hope I'd be like, dude, I, I wouldn't have had the thought I'm giving this guy a gig and he's rushing me off the phone. My like I said, my third, my first thought was like, oh, I'm because even now with I've been trying to, I'll call people because it's faster sometimes. Yeah, calling people is such a big deal these days that I'm like, I'm a big call guy. I like calls. Yeah. So, I, but I see, I didn't know you like calls. Yeah, I'm a call because I'll call you, and I sometimes I think I'm bothering you with calls. No, I'm a big call guy. Okay, I'm a big call girl. girl. <laughs> <laughs> um, like, gr- some girls get real freaked out about it about calls. I'll, I'll, yeah, hey, I'll call a bitch, dog. <laughs> No, I, I I will though, and and I've I had to uh, I've had to say it to girls like, hey, I, I, if you hate talking on the phone, like let me know now because I will call you. That I think that's a good move to do that though. Because I you like put it on the table. On the phone. You put in the call, but I also think a lot of girls would be impressed by a call because it doesn't happen anymore. And it used to be like <laughs> I'm gonna sound like an old man. That was a like we've cut out a whole really anxiety ridden part of dating. With the call, I mean, we've cut out every anxiety-ridden part to it. I don't to an extent. No, but I think I think I think there's been like text culture is a thing. So the texting part of it, there's different things that, be, but you always made it harder with texting because 
the the, uh, the implication and and, and um uh, a cadence. What was the like how things are sounding by text can be lost in translation. Oh, for sure. So if you're on a call, you really can't. Yeah, maybe somebody could take something the wrong way, but like. To be honest, getting enough nerve to make the call was a huge. I remember that when I was younger. Yeah, making the call was such a big because that's what you did. Just that ringing, you're like, oh, oh my god. god, yeah. And then you're like, hey, this is you know, this is so and so from. Well, you get kind of relieved when you get an answering machine. Oh yeah, voice you're like, Whew. yeah. And then you're like, shit, I didn't have a message prepared. <laughs> Do you have an apple? It's enough with the apple. That's <laughs> Seinfeld. I don't know if you know that Seinfeld. Line. No. Yeah, he's like, uh, he's, he's eating something makes you sound like you're. Unbothered oh. or cold. <laughs> Give an apple. He's like, George, it's enough with the apple. <laughs> I know what you're talking about. You were trying to sound casual on the voicemail. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but the fact of the matter is, you're right. If you got like if you got an answering machine or voicemail, that was way easier. Uh, and then texting became easy, but now so much texting has replaced conversation that now people are like taking emojis the wrong way or taking one word the wrong way. It's a like, nightmare yeah. for a people pleaser. It's a nightmare for people because you're like, yeah, exactly. If I send somebody something real long, and the, they'll be like, "Cool, I'm like, okay, <laughs> dude, cool." Sorry to waste your time. Hey, sorry, sorry I bothered you with cool. I, I'll and I'll, 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 I really will. I know this sounds cliche, and this is almost a, a hack joke at this point, but the K or a thumbs up. Drives me nuts. Well, here's the thing. I didn't know this. I just found out thumbs up is passive aggressive. That's that's is that becoming a passive aggressive thing? I, I take it. I that read way. a thing online about it. K, yeah, K is yeah. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll think up think well, about yeah, it. You know what? I you know what? I'll take issue with you you bringing this up. Well, you know why? This is just the text version of you're good. You're good has the same inclination as K. All right, like the, the short, the mm. terseness of it, the the implication is, it's on you. I, I'm not taking all any good. Of the, all good isn't as dismissive as K. No, not all good. But what is it? You're good. You're good. Like I've talked about it on yeah, the last oh, episode. Yeah, I know. Yeah, get fired up about your good. You're good. I get fired up about. And you were like, nah, I don't think it really means anything. But K could be the same kind of thing where somebody doesn't mean K because they're in the middle of something. Yeah, but this ha- is also somebody that I know. Being dismissive. That's why it makes me mad. Like, think about this. If, if you ask me a question right now where you're like, uh, like, hey, Ray, uh, I'm going to airdrop you the video for the podcast so that you could, you know, set it all up and, and cut a clip out of it. And me sitting across from you, I just went. <laughs> you just put your thumb up for the audio portion of this podcast. <laughs> That's what I did. If that's how I responded to you in person. You'd be pissed. Yes, you'd be I irritated. Thumbs up can be like sarcastic. It can be sarcastic. Yeah, the thumbs up with the face, like cool. Nobody's, nobody's given a genuine thumbs up outside of. No, nobody's given a genuine thumbs up in twenty years. You're right. I. You know what it is? I used. It, I found out after this, but I used it to replace the exclamation. I think I'm. T- I use just like. <laughs> Elaine, I use too many exclamation points. I can't stop thinking about Seinfeld on a daily basis. I'm an exclamation point guy. I use it all the time, and then I'm like, sometimes I'm like, I'm overusing this. So I was gonna write to my friend Jared today. I'll just say this: I haven't done it yet because I'm at such a crossroads that I was gonna write to my friend Jared Freed, uh, "Happy birthday today," and I was gonna do "Happy birthday" thumbs up and some balloons because. <laughs> Instead of just the exclamation point, because I use the exclamation point so much. <laughs> I haven't done it. This is, this is live. This is in my brain live now. I, when I'm sending a text to somebody, especially if I'm asking them for something, I write it in my notes first before I send it. I'm sorry, what? You, wait, hold on. You, you write texts in your notes before you send it? If, if when you're asking them something. If I'm asking them for something. Do you have one you haven't sent yet? In your notes? No, but I have. Yes, I, you do. I have one that I sent today. Can we hear it? I, I, won't, I won't say the name of who I sent it to. No, yeah. no, no, no. Just in general. Um, it, was, it was me asking for a, um, to open for somebody for the first time. I just want to see how it's worded. You don't have to say it. If you I, I'll read it out loud. I just said, uh, <laughs> man, this is humiliating. Uh, <laughs> but this is good for the podcast. It, it, it is, dude. But this, this is where my angst. And, and I don't want it to seem like I'm a creep. Like a guy practicing in the mirror how he's going to talk to a girl. No, but I don't even think it's that but bad of an idea. In that 
context. It's something professional. It was an Instagram message. And it's, this like a, is it's like a draft of an email. I'll draft it, and sometimes I'll send it to friends. Like, hey, is, do you think this is cool to send? And my friends, if they're like me, are like, uh, yeah, maybe I would take out that part, make it a little shorter, do this. Or basically comics. Or if I send it to... Like your uh, brother. Uh, my brother, he would be like, what do you just call the guy? <laughs> 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 but I said, sorry to be a creep, but I saw you were going to be at blah, blah, blah in April. Any chance you still need a feature that weekend? It'd be fun to work with you again. Anyways, no worries if you got someone. Just thought I'd throw it out there. Hope all is well. This, that is the text version of you walking in and... and, and Chastising yourself of the job. I know. That's you immediately. But here's the thing: you're not alone. I do the same shit. I go, hey. Hope all is well! Exclamation point. Hope all is well! Exclamation so I was point. Like, Hope all is well. <laughs> <laughs> well, dude, I do the same exact thing. My go-to is man. Like I say, man. But but it's not disingenuous. Man to me is the endearing thing to be like, hey, man. And I, I call myself Donnelly now in text because I think that's more endearing. Donnelly. I go, it's Donnelly. Donnelly sounds, like a, Donnelly sounds like a dude that you can't wait for him to get to the frat party because <laughs> shit's about to get nuts. You call somebody up, you're like, oh, we're having a big party here tonight, dude. Uh, Frank's going to be here. Little Timmy, Big J, Tony. Oh, fuck. Donnelly's coming late night if he can make it. He got like six other parties to go to, but once Donnelly gets here, you know the roof's going to be torn off this motherfucker. <laughs> but are there going like, to be girls there? I said Donnelly's going to be there. <laughs> of course chicks are going to be there. But it's like one of those things where if, like, I'm talking to somebody I know, I'm like, oh, I, I not, it's not even with asking for something. It's some, it might even be like an answer to a question. Hey, it's Donnelly. Like, um, I'm here. Or I do, like, oh, I'll, I'll meet you tomorrow at this time. You know, whatever, whatever it is. Like, yeah. I, I try to be as, I'm like, let me be as familiar as possible. And I say man all the time. But I do the same thing you did in that, in that, Request in that that text where you're like no big deal. I I usually don't wait till the end. I don't say sorry to be. A, you said sorry to be a creep right at the bat. Like you were taught. You were you made up his decision for him. But actually no, because I think I think he I was think, actually really cool. I did it, get a response. It was I, a really good positive response. Yeah, no, no, no. I think that I think that actually worked out really well. But I think that you could probably just have wrote if somebody wrote to me and said, "Hey, ask me for a favor." And wrote something like that, but less so. It was just like, hey, just question. If not, no sweat. That's how I, my thing is this. Like, I think when I ask better. somebody for something, I'll go, hey, could I do this? If not, no sweat. I think that doesn't seem as in intrusive or imposing as Because as I wouldn't be surprised if he read that and was like, this dude definitely did a couple drafts of this in his notes app. I guarantee you he did not think that. Because no, I, I don't think he thought anything. No, I think no. he was like, oh, I already got somebody for this, but hey, yeah. keep, keep trying. Keep I think up. if he really was, if it was me, and I was, like, there's been people I've been annoyed by, and, and, and if I was really annoyed about something, somebody asking for something, or whatever it was, and they won't stop, I think I would eventually just stop. Because you've texted, one thing you didn't mention is, you guys have texted a couple times. We messaged uh, after we worked together. Right, right, right. Yeah. So it's like, I think you would, he would just, not responded and that yeah. would have been you know like that kind of thing you know so i think that's we're just basically that's why this podcast is so good because it gets us into the thing of like yeah i think that i don't think you're wrong for having the idea like i don't want to bug you i'm sure you get bugged all the time i'm asking you for a favor but i think when it's done in the context like we worked together this time it worked out we got along like you have ground to stand on like you like I, that's what therapy helped me with where it's like your opinion matters. Like you, you have the like not to be too heady about it, but like the self worth factor of you going like, "Hey man, like want me to do this with you? I'd love to. I really appreciate it. If not, no sweat. I understand if it's already filled. I need to get I no to, sweat into the vocab. That sounds good. That's a no. Cool I say no sweat all the time. I think You're no a big sweat. no sweat guy. I'm a big no sweat guy. That should be your new merch. Have you noticed I say no sweat? Yeah. Yeah. I say no sweat Wouldn't all the time. Wouldn't that be a really cool shirt if you sold like a Hulkamania looking shirt that said no sweat in that font? That would be cool. I think that's pretty cool. Oh no! Squat! Exclamation point! No, <laughs> with fifty exclamation yeah. points. And and then and then uh, no sweat, brother. Underneath in parentheses, like, but for real though, sorry, absolutely. No <laughs> uh, you know, I don't, I don't mean to put you out. That'd be the merch. What would the merch for the podcast be? It'd be so sorry. Hey, uh, what would it be? Uh, so sorry in parentheses. Yeah. So sorry all the time. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, but hey, sorry to bug you. Uh, but you know. 
I start so many things with sorry to bug you. So sorry, 24-7. <laughs> that's what, I mean, that's why I was such a... We were talking about jobs. Um, when when I, I... I told you, when I, when I sold cable, I, I would sell it... I would sell myself out of the sale. I would go to people's doors and be like, hey, you don't want to buy cable, do you? <laughs> you don't. You wouldn't want any of that, would you? I, I'm giving the I people just out. Like you, like, with, like, just, like, a sheepish little kid. Like, just, like, you want my cable? Dude, I've, I mean, I've, I've had a girl break up with me, and I tried to make her breaking up with me easier on her. I was like, nah, I get it. I've, I did... I think we already talked about. We did talk about this. I know. I know. We're not, we don't even want to do the thing where we said we talked about this, but yeah. I don't repeat it. I told you I did that with a date. I, I told. I gave the girl the red carpet to get out of the date, and she still didn't. Remember, I told you. She oh like, yes, said she kept so going to visit funny. her brother, and I was like, <laughs> "You don't have to do this. Like, this is not necessary. Like, I understand. Like that kind of thing." Well, that's what I hate having difficult conversations so much in my life that I don't want people around me to have to have a difficult conversation with me. I could, yeah. That's scary. Yeah, no, I just think it's part of this whole thing. I mean, it's going back to my boss. But I think it's like, uh, yeah, totally. And, and it's, again, I, I think when I was explaining the podcast to people is I don't think by any means you and I are... Pussies, for lack of a better word. No. I don't think we're, like, soft or No, or because when we're pushed against a wall, we will defend ourselves. But I think it's more we like to have fun. We like easy the easygoing parts of life so much yes. and realize life is just so much better yeah. when there's not a ton of conflict or contrarian behavior. Absolutely. That it's like, why... Do things to fight it. Why Why not just sweep a couple things under the rug and bury it down deep in my stomach so we could just have a drink? Yeah, 100%. And it's... When in actuality, what really should be happening is you get the uncomfortable shit out of the way. I, like, I gotta be honest, like, not that I'm saying all uncomfortable... Con- I've had... We've all had uncomfortable conversations in our life, but the healthier thing to do is... You had the uncomfortableness. Uncomfortableness happens, and then you move on from there. Like that's, I think that can happen too, and it almost frees the path a little bit more. Like, say I really did have an issue with you getting out the phone quick on the thing, which I didn't even think was quick. I just thought you were with you were with your friend, and you were like, "All right, cool, cool." Yeah, and whatever it was, right? Say I really had an issue with that, and I I brought it to you, and I was like, "Hey, dude, what the fuck?" Like, I was trying to talk to you about this gig, and you rushed me off the phone, which I. I, I, that wouldn't even be a thing that would enter my I know, head. I know it wouldn't. And, and that's what, see, see, that's why I know this isn't like, this is an involuntary feeling that I have. It, you know, it, yeah. it, it's, it's naturally happening where that's just where I go. Like, yeah. Because I, I think anybody that says they don't care about how people, what people think of them is a fucking liar. It's just how they're able to deal with how people think, you know what I mean? Yes. How people think of them or the perception. Right, exactly. And I just at all times want my perception to be Raise a Wadney, somebody you want to be around. Raise a Wadney, a yes. fucking, you know. Uh, same here. He, Ray's fucking easy going, dude. You can tell Ray anything. I yeah. want to be that guy. Yeah, so do I. Because I like that guy. I, we have the same exact thing with that. Uh, I think what we should do is this. We, we were coming to the end of the episode. The question you had that we didn't get to, let's ask it. And then answer it next week with everybody. I, I want to put it online, oh. and I want to get some. Uh, I'm going to tweet I, it. I like that and but, get some feedback. But one thing I want to address first, absolutely, is somebody that wasn't afraid to bring something up with me recently. That was a difficult conversation. Was it me? Is no, it was my daddy. Uh, he we, was it we your ta- zaddy or your daddy? M- my daddy. I don't even know what zaddy stands for. Is it like Zawadney daddy? <laughs> it, might be, it might be my daddy. It is my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I kind of felt a little bit bad about this, but then not is the the last episode, uh, or first episode that came out. I told a story about my dad's old bartending days years ago yeah. before I was fucking Great. hold my teeth. Great story before I was fucking born. So I was just having a casual conversation with him before the podcast even came out, and I said I want to make sure that I'm I'm not messing up the story you told me years ago about. The guy asking you to hold his teeth at the biker bar, and my dad's immediately like, "Dude, don't be telling that fucking story." <laughs> I'm like, "What? <laughs> I mean, you can't tell that story. That's you know, that's gonna." He's like, "What do you? 
I was like, this is over 30 <laughs> years ago. What do you think that this probably now 80-year-old biker is yeah. going to come kick your ass? Because yeah. I just told a story that actually makes him sound super cool. And he's like, no, I mean, that's just, that's just also, not part of the, the chances roles. are that guy's dead? He's got to be dead, right? If you're asking people to hold your teeth and fighting every week yeah. 35 years ago, yeah, man. Also, I was like, Dad, if it gets to a point where our podcast reaches that biker gang and our listenership, I think I'll be doing pretty well. I'll throw you a couple <laughs> shekels. Do you think that would do it? So that's interesting that, because it's funny, like giving your dad a little bit of cash for the story, would that make him go, okay, you're good? I don't know. I I, I mean, I, I think he, uh, because I listened back. I don't, I don't think I made my dad sound Not at bad all. or, or no, implicated no. him in anything necessarily. <laughs> you did call him pussy. I did. I call everybody a pussy. He calls, he calls me a pussy. Um, he's, he's still the guy that every time I see him from like the age of eight till now is like, hey, did you get any trim yet? <laughs> and it's like back then it was inappropriate as a kid and now it's just a burn. <laughs> That I 32 and still haven't gotten trim, apparently. <laughs> and trim is hilarious. Trim's a great word. Trim is such an old school, it's a it's like a gross, it's, it's, a, it's such a gross word to describe something great. I'm bringing it back. <laughs> I'm bringing it back. It's official. You heard it here. I'm bringing back trim. <laughs> I made my dad mad on the last podcast. I'm going to once again make him proud. <laughs> by bringing trim back. And by that, for the first time, make him proud. And I'm going to bring back Trim for him, for you, Dad. All right. Let's ask the question yeah. and then cut to that. I think that you're right. I think we'll hit your dad off with a percentage of our pr proceeds once we start making money. Very, if, very small percentage. If he gets contacted by the bikers yeah. from that story. Give him a couple bucks so he can go get himself some Trim. <laughs> <laughs> um, the question you have, which was a good one, is, well, you say it. It's the, it's the it's the movie question the action. Oh yes, it's a great question. Do you think actors in action movies, especially the franchise ones, you know, your Keanu Reeves, John Wick, your Liam Neeson, we talk a little bit about him taken, your Tom Cruise Mission Impossible. Do you think those actors that don't necessarily originally have martial arts backgrounds, do you think they think? They're badasses and they're tough guys. And that's the question we put to you guys. Uh, we're gonna. I'm gonna tweet out the question. We'll put it from both our our Twitter accounts. Um, please respond, and then next week on Brand New Jerks, we will answer. I'll give my answer. You give your answer. What you think? Just so we have a little bit of a cliffhanger going. We're yeah. like a Netflix show. Like, oh there's, wow! There's a cliffhanger each week. That's what we're. Like <laughs> I'm. I'm still waiting to see what happens in Love Is Blind. That comes out Friday. I'm oh my god! You about love that. that show. I do. All right. Well, let's end it. How we ended each week? Yeah, with a nice, with a semi-confident, no, an awkward handshake. It is awkward still, and just look right into the camera. All right, thank you guys. Thank you guys. Rate for listening. and review, and do all that stuff we're supposed to tell you. Yeah, to subscribe, do. rate and review to the show, uh, guys. Brand new jerks. Uh, check out our TikTok. It's brand new jerks TikTok on TikTok, I believe. Uh, please check all that stuff out. Thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll see you next week. Have a good one.